control, pride, and people-pleasing and fear have all impacted my life in destructive ways before experiencing a new life through Christ. I struggled with trying to control everything and everyone around me. Being able to control people and situations fooled me into thinking that I was in a safe place emotionally. However, now I have that. My control issues were a big part of my destructive patterns that I had established in my life. You see, control and worry go hand in hand for me. If I can't control it, then I'll worry. For example, my husband came home from being out of town, and he could sense I was exhausted. He said, I let me bathe the kids tonight, and you just have your time. So as a mom, I'm super excited. You know, oh, I get my time. Oh, the controlling person that I am um, immediately said, did you clean their ears? Did you clip their nails? Did you put lotion on them? Did you brush their teeth? And he just looks at me like, and so immediately, by the grace of God, he didn't say anything else. But um, I noticed I'm a huge control freak. I constantly battled with worry. I worried about my family more than taking care of myself. I feared what others thought of me and what my future had in store. My worry consumed me. It brought about fear and anxiety, and I was always concerned that if I didn't take care of my family, then who would? My care and concern for everyone was my, my way of receiving their approval. Unfortunately, this world teaches us at a very young age that praising others can bring satisfaction and rewards. Because I never knew this, and then I reached adulthood, and the desire to please others caused me to be consumed by my thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and that would intensify my need for approval. The sad thing was, day after day, I was adding baggage into my life that I carried with me into adulthood. I constantly tried to fix things, people, and situations to make sure everyone was happy and happy with me. God brought this to the forefront of my life as I was working through my recovery. It was then that I discovered all of these things had been a deep-rooted struggle within me for a very long time. As a child and teen, when there were problems in my parents' marriage, they would re each reach out to me for help. I was my mom's best friend and my dad's counselor. In difficult times where my family was falling apart, I thought my job was to fix it. Don't get me wrong, they were loving and they provided for me more than anyone could have. But when I reflect on my life, I never was treated like a child. I obviously did not know any better. I continued to step in and save people in the midst of their chaos. I would help my brother through work or whatever situation he was going through at the time. Due to false expectations that I placed on myself, I always said yes to things that I shouldn't. I continually suspended everything in my life to fix whatever was happening around me. Darkness constantly surrounded my family. As I look back, the storms in my life would rage, and I would choose to stay in the middle of them rather than go to the one who could calm the raging storm. My whole life I was told, smile and keep it together. I lived under the lie. What was going on in our life was never anyone else's business. Maybe you've heard what happens in this home stays in this home. Things that happened inside our home grew deep within my heart, and it obviously affected me whether I wanted it to or not. I probably knew more information regarding my parents' marriage than any young girl should have, and I carried these issues around as if they were personally mine for a very long time. I have realized how I took the one thing I really needed and allowed it to begin destroying my life. I looked for everything in a boyfriend or a man. I allowed men to hurt me emotionally, 
They cheated on me. Many of them totally disrespected me because I've seen this behavior and just thought it was acceptable. My biological father stopped seeing me when I was in the third grade, and my stepdad raised me, but even he left about five years ago, and still of this day we have no relationship. By God's grace, there was one man that was a constant in my life, and that was my pappy. He was a great example and was by my side more than any father figure ever could be. Mimi and Pappy's marriage was always so faithful and loving towards one another. They were such an inspiration in what a marriage should look like. Since beginning to write my testimony, my Pappy went home to be with the Lord very suddenly, and it has been a very hard time for myself and my family. He was the patriarch of our family, and I really felt like he would outlive us all. In the midst of my struggle, I've held on to Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he promises to make your path straight. I was fortunate to attend a Christian college. However, instead of taking full advantage of that, I wasted those years partying and living for the Lord. I put all my time and interest in going out to bars with my friends. Then, of course, that kind of lifestyle brought in the next thing, marijuana. It wasn't an everyday thing. It was more like a recreational use. I don't say recreational use to excuse it, but it was a coping mechanism. I left home, and I went crazy. I felt free to do what I wanted to do, And that's when the destruction and chaos had gotten worse in my life. Then this life of devastation led me into relationships with very ungodly men. It was a downward spiral. Somehow I managed to do just enough to graduate my class, (laughs) enough in my classes to graduate. I went through some very dark times in college, and as I look back now, I clearly see the truth in James 4, 3 through 4. You do not get what you want because you do not ask God for it. And when you do ask, he doesn't give it to you, for you ask in the wrong spirit. You only want to satisfy your own desires. You are like unfaithful wives, never realizing to be the world's lover means to be the enemy of God. I spent years of my life giving into the world and not trusting the Lord. I look back now and cannot believe I allowed so much hurt, evil, and so many ungodly things in my life. I moved to Wills Point in 2012, and I knew something needed to change in my life. I visited Stone Point many times with my mom when I would come home from college to visit. When I moved here, I immediately went to Starting Point to further my commitment to the church. I started serving in children's ministry and began attending a journey group. Within a week of moving to Wills Point, I met a wonderful man who I now have the pleasure of calling my husband. Marrying someone who was born and raised here, you can only imagine the amount of people I met on a daily basis. I knew 100% Jesse was the man I wanted to spend the rest of my life with, but we did not live our lives fully devoted to Christ. In our premarital counseling, we were challenged to think about the kind of home we want to establish, a worldly home or a godly home. I knew without a doubt God led myself and Jesse to Stone Point for a reason. After we were married, I still felt like something was missing. One Sunday, Rusty and Brandon were on stage and spoke about the future regeneration ministry that was starting up. I immediately thought that'd be a good fit to help me fix my family. It never dawned on me that it might possibly help me. Little did I know, but God had bigger plans for me. 
It was time for the Lord to begin restoring me. God began to move me out of my comfort zone, standing here, and began renewing my mind. God had to move me to a place of healing and show me that I couldn't fix anyone else. For so long, I had learned to keep my focus on others that I would not have to look into my own struggles and weaknesses. I remember confessing to God that I struggled with pride, control, people-pleasing, and fear. Until the words came out of my mouth, I didn't even know these struggles and weaknesses had become so deep-rooted in my life. I immediately blamed myself. Those feelings then moved to resentment and blame towards my family. My life was a mess. My family did not seem concerned, nor did they worry or provide counsel in the midst of my pity. I was full of pride, fear, and determined to please them. At that point, my life was at a crossroads, and I remember thinking, where do I go from here? No matter how hard I try to provide excuses for my past behaviors and place blame on others, the bottom line was that I was holding myself hostage from a deep and intimate relationship with the Lord. That night, I found Christ and no longer, and I longed to be a follower of Him. It's crazy how for so long I lived just believing in Christ but not having an intimate relationship with Him. I think that's what the world teaches us. If we go on Sundays, then we're good. But it's an everyday loving and abiding in him. I longed to be out of the chaos that I created and had defined in me for so long. God birthed in me the desire to find peace and healing. In Matthew 19, 25 through 26, it says, When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is possible, but with God all things are possible. It was then that I started experiencing a new life in Christ. It was like an onion. God began peeling back layers of my life. For the first time, I began to sense freedom and victory from past hurts, habits, and hang-ups. I was in slavery, but God had set me free. Regeneration allowed me to confess my sins to others. James 5.16 says, Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has power as it is working. I face my struggles and allow God to make me a new creation from the old person that I was like it states in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 18. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. I saw all the darkness in my life being brought into the light. Today I'm here to tell you that God's grace from our past sin isn't just for me, but his freedom is for all who can let Christ into your life. I'm still a work in progress, you can ask my husband, but I now run to him first when I sin. For so long I searched for emotional solutions and people to heal my pain, but, I ne but it never brought fulfillment. Upon coming to Christ, I truly understand what true contentment and fulfillment means. By no means is my life easier just because I follow Christ. I still have struggles, but I now am free to surrender to him and his will. I daily choose to surrender to him and allow him to lead my life. I pray daily. I love to share my story and my love for the Lord with others. I now seek to deal with confrontation in a God-honoring way. I confess to God and others the exact nature of my sins. And then I repent for my sins pattern and seek to find forgiveness. It was exhausting being prideful, controlling, and seeking to please everyone. No longer do I have to be consumed with the uncertainty of fearing things I can't control or change. 
Living in community with others is helping me to daily serve and love others as Christ does. The amount of freedom, love, and joy that is experienced in Christ is indescribable. All areas of my life has changed as a result of knowing the Lord. I now communicate more effectively in my marriage. I not only love him, but I seek to respect him and humbly serve him as we're instructed in Ephesians 5. I'm very thankful for him and for God bringing him into my life. Most of all, I'm thankful that with God, I'm immediately forgiven and restored to right standing with my heavenly father when I fall short of the glory of God. I'm grateful for the Lord's forgiveness, love, mercy, and grace, despite being unworthy. No longer am I a slave to worry, fear, control, and people-pleasing. When we seek God, he promises to be right there for us, to reveal whatever we need. He desires to provide for us. He longs to lead us to green pastures and still waters. God showed me that my life had value. He gave me peace and joy. I am being sanctified in Jesus, and he desires to save you and sanctify you as well. I encourage you to hold on with me to Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Thank you all so much for letting me share. Would you follow me in prayer, please? Lord, I love you, and I praise you for you giving me the opportunity to share my story, even in the midst of my comfort. I pray that you continue to guide and lead us through the, this week, and for us to just really realize that you are the only way to get through this world and all of our past hang-ups. We love you so much, Lord, and thank you for all you do. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.